New Country, 101.3 KFDI 544. Rain, 43. But it's all good. Because you know what day it is. Friday, Friday, Friday is my favorite day. Monday's a bummer. Tuesday's the pits. Wednesday's only fair. Thursday's almost there. Mm, get it. The Friday, Friday, Friday is my favorite day. And it is. Two more weekends until Christmas. Two more weekends till Christmas. So get your shopping done this weekend. And if you haven't mailed it yet, you you got to get on that. And again, shout out to all my people who are delivering stuff this time of year. Whether it be from Amazon or UPS or the United States Postal Service, FedEx, DoorDash, Instacart. All y'all, you're working extra hard because other people are are busy and they're using your services, which is great, but you work an extra hard. So, I see you. If you're doing Uber or Lyft, you might have been busy at the airport last night with that emergency landing. You'll hear more about that throughout the morning. That'll, You know what? That'll make you pucker. I mean, that will... That will whew. <laughs> I've never been in one, but my question is, how do you get back on a plane shortly thereafter? I, I need a pause. I, I need to take a knee for a bit, I think. You're going to help me pick the winning Powerball tickets. Uh, we are going to talk about how you should or I should listen to doctor's orders. Fun and games. The marshal's going to come in here and just beat me up, probably, like he always does. And maybe a couple of other surprises, too. We'll see. 844-436-1013. You need to reach out to me anytime. Talk or text. 6 o'clock. Got your Star Spangled Salute. 610 traffic starts for you to get you where you need to be on this rainy morning, plus the Country Music Minute. Then at 6.30, 7.30, you get news with George Lawson. Right now, you get a bit of trending news with That's Trending. Check this out. That's Trending with JJ. Online now. JJ's That's Trending is powered by Midwest Kia. Some tense moments for 199 passengers aboard a 737 bound for Denver from Newark, New Jersey. An engine fire forced an emergency landing at Dwight D. Eisenhower Airport last night. While inconvenienced with an overnight stay in Wichita, the passengers were grateful to be safely on the ground. The U.S. Supreme Court declines to hear arguments challenging Illinois' ban on owning and selling high-powered semi-automatic rifles and high-capacity magazines. The Biden administration is now urging Israel to scale back its assault on Hamas. Instead, recommendations are being made for more surgical strikes. College football bowl season begins tomorrow with 43 bowl games over the next three weeks. You can see the full schedule in today's That's Trending over at KFDI.com. And a loose bull in New Jersey's largest city found its way onto the train tracks, snarling rail traffic for almost an hour yesterday. The ruddy brown bull with long, dark-tipped horns stood on the tracks at Newark's Penn Station, prompting a police response. Police officers eventually captured the animal. The bull will be sent to a local animal sanctuary. In other news, Wichita's bull attorneys cut their commercial shoot on the East Coast short, claiming, quote, unforeseen circumstances. And that's trending. JJ's Star-Spangled Salute. JJ's Star-Spangled Salute is brought to you by Midwest Kia. Today we honor U.S. Army and Korean War veteran Jim Ward and the nonprofit Purple Heart Homes. 
Jim and his wife lived in a home that was in desperate need of a new roof. Jim's wife, Sherry, said her husband's income did not allow them to fix the roof, so she was doing what she could to repair the inside of the home. Eventually, she said she just gave up. Enter Purple Heart Homes and a local contractor who yesterday put a new roof on their home just in time for winter at no cost to them. Thank you, Purple Heart Homes. And Jim, thank you for your service. I was driving in this morning listening to my audio. There's this great audiobook series I'm listening to. It's science fiction. It's called Expeditionary Force. If you love science fiction, I'll give you more details on it if you want to text me or something like that because it is just so good. Anyway, I'm on like book 13 listening to it. And something was said this morning that I can't unhear and it's absolutely perfect and it's absolutely right. I can't, I can't dispute it. I just posted the meme over on my Facebook page and it's this. If tomatoes are fruit, tomatoes are fruit. If tomatoes are fruit, then ketchup is a smoothie. Prove me wrong. JJ's Country Music Minute. Today in country news. Here's what's happening in country. <laughs> the Country Music Minute is brought to you by Rusty Eck Ford. Ashley Cook had a pretty big 2023, and if her new single is any indication, 2024 is going to be her best year yet. If you need a new breakup song, your place is raw and real and perfectly written. Chris Jansen has been looking for two things lately, a real Civil War cannon and Johnny Paycheck's limousine. No word on the cannon, but he just bought the limo. With his CMT Crossroads with Brett Michaels coming on Wednesday, I wouldn't be surprised if the two of them cover Take This Job and Shove It. Superstar songwriter Shane McAnally is nominated for a Grammy this year for Songwriter of the Year, which he says surprised him. He says country music is huge right now, but with names like Morgan Wallen, Luke Combs, and Zach Bryan, all names he doesn't really work with. He did write one song for Morgan, Seven Summers, but that may be a one-off because Shane says there is a gap in their political views. Sunday, you can join in Willie Nelson's 90th birthday celebration. The star-studded event will air on CBS at 7.30, and you can follow that up on Thursday on Paramount Plus when the four-part docu-series on Willie Nelson premieres. And John Party is over 112 days sober, and he says he did it for his health, and it improved his self-confidence. Congratulations, John. More country music news at KFDI.com and the 101.3 KFDI app. A special guest uh, regularly, regularly this time of uh, the week is the Marshal. Comes in here and he uh, locks up three picks for you. Whether you're doing DraftKings or FanDuel, whatever. His record's pretty good. You know, I don't keep track of it, but next year, I think I'm going to keep track of it just so you can understand how good his prognosticating is and how... Oh, how good he is is giving me a, just a rough time. Hi, Marshall. Hi, JJ. I went to the neutral zone. I wonder if Tony gets that wrong in practice, too, when Coach Reed says, okay, everyone, line up. At least my starting quarterback is still playing. Yours is gone for the rest of the year. Yeah, just another tough break, literally, for my team. But let's be honest, he's been gone for most of the year anyway. Certainly not putting up the big numbers for that big contract. Some of your QB's biggest numbers involve interceptions and number of times complaining to the refs. Well, at least my starting quarterback has stoned the game. Who's your guy now? Easton Stick? That sounds like something you'd find in the deodorant aisle at Dillon's. Seriously, JJ, I've played more football than this kid. Well, if nothing else, this will get him some real game time experience. Like the best way to deal with your team continuously losing. Okay, smart guy. Give me three games you're going to lock up this weekend. Game one, Broncos and Lions. Two teams that beat your team and two teams that are looking to make the playoffs. Are the Lions pretenders or contenders? 
it's their minds, and I think that they are pretenders. Take the Broncos to win one on the road. Game two, Texans and Titans. Man, what an upset by Tennessee Monday night over the Dolphins. The Texans are not playing at the level they were playing at earlier this year, but CJ Stroud gets back to form in this battle of rookie quarterbacks. Take Houston. Game three, Chiefs and the Patriots. Yes, I know the Pats beat the Steelers last week. And yes, they've been eliminated from the playoffs and are looking to play the role of spoiler. Yes, they'll play hard since this will be Coach Bill's last year. None of that matters because no way do the Chiefs lose three in a row. Take the Chiefs. Go Chiefs. White Eagle Credit Union. Traffic. Uh, now let's focus on fundraising and, and, and a really great team effort project being put together uh, by Cake Television and the Ronald McDonald House. And in studio, I have my friends Cadre, who's the promotions producer from Cake TV, and Courtney, who's the marketing and fundraising director at Ronald McDonald House, uh, to talk about it. Uh, all right, start with you, Courtney. Uh, for those who might not be familiar with the great work the Ronald McDonald House does, what is it you say you do? Yeah, so we provide comfort and care to families who are traveling far away for their child's medical care. And how we do that is we have a 20-bedroom house right across from Wesley Children's Hospital. And we give them a private room and bath and breakfast, lunch and dinner and anything they need so that they can focus on their sick or injured child. It's dealing with real time scary things mm-hmm. and taking some of that burden off the minds of the uh, the child and the families, which is great. Yeah. Fundraising is an important part of what you do, obviously, being a nonprofit. And you got to make your money somehow. Cake Television comes along. And Cadre, uh, what is this project you guys are working on for the Ronald McDonald House? So, do you guys remember Santa's Workshop? Yeah, it's yeah. one of the favorites of the area of Cake Land. Yeah, hundred percent. Everyone grew up with it. Well, I was researching like that of like how can we bring back the fun of those days where local TV and local media was just a lot of production. Sure. And watching watching that show, I was like, dang, that was that was a lot of fun. And so. I had the idea, let's bring back Cake Man and let's bring him back to the community. Let's call Santa, ask him if he could come down from the North Pole. And within a few months, we got him back. And uh, the book kind of came about because I kind of rushed the gun of bringing back Cake Man without an idea. (laughs) (laughs) And we were brainstorming and Bradley Wright, uh, a coworker of mine, was like, why not a children's book? And I was like, perfect, let's do it. And that's how it came about. But the whole goal of bringing back Cake Man was we wanted to do something for the community. Sure. Uh, being able to give back to the Ronald McDonald House with all proceeds of the sales of the book going to that have have been incredible. And we're so thankful that we're able to help you guys out in that in that regard. And not only that, the community helped bring him back too. So the, the author is mm-hmm. local. Oh. The illustrator is a, is a Wichita native. Nice. Um, Rachel Harvey, uh, if you guys remember Santa Claus, Henry Harvey, his granddaughter uh, wow. helped us with the book okay. as well. Okay. Um, Hugh Harding in his 90s, but he gave us um, some great insights as to how to make Cake Man, uh, his character and the illustrations. And it was an incredible community effort to bring this book back. Wow. And what a blessing. Surreal, surreal experience. Right. And, and, you know, you talk about, you, you use the word fun several times. Shouldn't fundraising at the end of the day be fun, right? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. of course. Uh, <laughs> and this is a great way to bring back some nostalgia. Uh, children's books are always so important just to, to read to the kids. Uh, if people want to get a hold of a book, how can they do it, Conrad? Uh, so if you go to cakeman.com, K-A-K-E-M-A-N.com, uh, you'll be able to find a link to click to purchase. Okay, excellent. And Courtney, if people want to find out more about the Ronald McDonald House here in the Wichita area, what's the website? rmhcwichita.org. All right. Uh, both of you, thank you. You're doing the good work, and uh, what a great gift 
to bring back some nostalgia just in time for the holidays. Thank you both so much. So here's the thing. Coming up in like uh, about a month. Yeah, about a month. Uh, I'm having rotator cuff surgery on my dominant hand and arm, my right, my right hand and arm. Uh, and it's if you've had it, you know, it's a pretty lengthy recovery. Uh, I'm not one to sit still very, very often, and I'm pretty stubborn. Uh, and I'm, you know, six weeks from date of surgery in a sling, three months from date of surgery with light use, and then like six to nine months and physical therapy before it's back to full strength. And, and that length of time just just boggles my mind. I can't imagine being kind of out of the game for that long. But whatever, I'm ready. I'm ready to take it on. But here's the non-starter for me. And if my doctor's listening, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Um, but uh, they, they, they say you're not supposed to drive for four to six weeks, right? It's a non-issue. It's a non-issue. I, I got to get in here. It's important to me to be in here. So surgery's on a Wednesday. Uh, I plan to be in here five days later, not medicated. I won't drive medicated. Uh, and, and I plan to be doing the show. Now, I've heard everything about this surgery and how it's one of the more painful recoveries for the first few weeks. Fine, whatever. I'm still going to come in here and do the show, and I'm driving. I'm, I'm, I know Amy's not going to get up at, oh, dark 40, like 2.30 in the morning and drive me in here. I don't blame her. Not sure I would either. So... I don't know how other people do it, but if something goes wrong, remember we had this discussion, how I didn't listen to my doctor and bad things happen. Don't list anything and not too much bending up and down. And it was after my gallbladder surgery right? and one of my future areas herniated. Oh. If I'd have, if I'd have taken it easy and yep. done what I was supposed to do, then yep. I wouldn't have a hernia. Okay, if yeah, you sh- should have listened to your doctor, but uh, you didn't, and things did not go well. What's your story? I had breast augmentation surgery okay. plus a lift. Okay, and it was in the summer, and I decided I was going to go out and mow my yard. Like a week later, and I got a super bad infection in there. And I almost lost one of them. Hi, KFDI. You should have listened to your doctor's instructions. You didn't, and it did not go well. I had rotator cuff surgery six years ago. Um, immediately after having it done, you have to go into physical therapy. The therapist did the wrong physical therapy. I started screaming in pain, almost passed out, went to the doctor, did an MRI. It retore my shoulder. Ugh. So it wasn't necessarily yes. you didn't listen to the doctor's instructions. It sounds like the physical therapist didn't listen to the doctor's instructions. Exactly. Thank you to all of you who texted in and called in to uh, give your advice, not only tell your stories, but give me some advice because it seems like a lot of you have had rotator cuff surgery. Debbie, Katie, Trina. Trina's got some great advice. She says, why don't you ask for Uber certificates for Christmas uh, because it's important to heal fast and don't delay it by doing something wrong. You'll regret it. I appreciate those words of wisdom, Trina. I really do. So thank you to everyone who who checked in. How fast can you run? Will you escape? KJ's Beat the Bobcat on KFDI. Hello, Jacob. Jacob, you are from Park City. Uh, You are in a seven-year long-term relationship, an LTR. Uh, What's your person's name? Sabrina. All right, Sabrina. You got one dog named Boomer. Love watching Ozark and going fishing, hunting, and hanging out with family. Well, now all your attention needs to be turned to beating the bobcat. To do it, I will uh, give you a category and you'll run. You'll take off running. And in 20 seconds or less, you will give me 10 things in that category that make sense without repeating, okay? Okay. I did not know this, but today is National Ugly Christmas Sweater Day. So, in 20 seconds, Jacob... Give me 10 images you would see on an ugly Christmas sweater. Ready? Run! 
Santa, chipmunk, an elephant. Um. Oh. Buddy the Elf. Say the Grinch. The Grinch. Um. Oh, Jacob! See. My God! Oh Lord! Time for the eulogy. Please bow your head. I mean, he literally could have said anything. Dinosaurs, whatever. Uh, Park City Jacob loved his dog, Boomer, and being in a seven-year LTR, the bobcat mauled him before he could propose. I had no idea a human foot could fly that far. To Jacob. Next chance to beat the bobcat Monday morning, 8.50 on New Country, 101.3 KFDI.